time to take the next step with Looney Libis. Welcome back to the Next Step podcast. I'm still here in Singapore, and today I'm chatting with Paul from Vilgro. Uh, Vilgro is an impact incubator. We fund, we mentor, we network, and make companies investable. Uh, that's what we do. Okay. Um, and where? 17 years, four countries now, over 200 entrepreneurs, 4,000 jobs that those guys have created, and 15 million lives touched by the products and services of these enterprises. Wow. Okay, 17 years. So, That's uh, been a long, <laughs> fascinating journey. That, that predates you from uh, what we would call an accelerator in the States. <laughs> what did you call it 17 years ago? It was initially called Rural Innovations Network. And th- those days, I didn't have this luxury of these great, amazing, inspiring professionals, corporate professionals turned uh, social entrepreneurs. I used to work a lot with grassroots entrepreneurs. Uh, people living in villages who turn to entrepreneurship, you know, small businesses, micro enterprises in a village, yeah. uh, the relatively less educated, you know, entrepreneurs. That's what I did for three, four years before slowly pivoting to working with more ambitious, uh, more sophisticated, more ed- better educated kind of entrepreneurs. Okay. Uh, and so how many do you work with in a year? Uh, we do, so two models. One is direct incubation. And then we incubate other incubators. And um, let me explain that. So direct incubation, we work with four verticals, uh, education, health, agribusiness and energy. Uh, If I add up all that, I think around 30 to 35 companies a year uh, is at any point in time. And we don't do a cohort driven program, right? So we do a, we do a kind of ongoing one. So companies come in, companies go out, companies graduate, some we exit. And how so, do you know when they're done? Yeah, so we have a rubric for that. We look at, um, to a large extent, a couple of metrics, right? One, we graduate when the next round investor comes in. We're assuming that they have the skills, the networks to actually take the company and run the next lap. So that's one. Uh, and when point. you say next investor, are you, are you the first investor or are you... In just... all cases, we're the first investor. Okay. Right? First external investor. Uh, The second uh, point really is when we really believe that that capital has brought in a good, solid management team beyond the founder, right? That's another great point for us to exit. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the last point is uh, when we know that the company is not working and (laughs) that we need to move on. So more of a forced exit, yeah. Got it. And so you're one of the partners here at at Frontier Incubators. So we're, we're, so, so is Fledge. We're accelerating accelerators. And what's interesting about this is... Well, let me throw in another term. Incubating incubators also. <laughs> True, it is it's frontier incubators, not frontier yeah. accelerators. Yeah. And so what's really interesting about this particular event that we're at, right, it was a week-long training event, is that technically we're competing. Right? So I work with companies from around the world. I can grab an, uh, an entrepreneur out of the same country that you're working in. But we don't care, right? And there's people in the room who are here as the as the students who are working in the same countries as you, and you're being asked to make them better. I think I think there are two. I've been thinking about this, right? I think there's two aspects to it. I think the capital that is coming in from DFAT, and I think all credit to them, is literally forcing us to collaborate. Okay. If that capital was structured as a typical RFP tender. I think we would have seen a different dynamics out here. 
that that capital is and this workshop is allowing us to open up share transparent you know transaction versus community you know that kind of thinking that's i think that creates this collaborative you know okay. uh, and lef- therefore less competition the second aspect i think if i take your model uh, village capital model will grow miller center all of us i think have taken on the mission of incubating incubators or accelerating accelerators true yes and i think therefore we are all mission aligned right now the question really is you would do it anyway so the defat whether the defat project exists or not and i think we're finding ways to partner and i think the number of countries that are around and the opportunity is so compelling that 6 7 or 8 or 10 incubators in different parts of the world would in no place to actually you know heavy lift all oh, the yeah. incubators if, right if all of us were funded to the level we wanted which uh, no one here is funded to the level we want if uh, the trillion dollars fell from the sky and and distributed itself uh, out, um to say correctly to to these needs here we still wouldn't have enough money to fund all the entrepreneurs that we see and the last reason i think why we're collaborating is i think there's growing recognition so every incubator does every aspects for example funding access to investors you know mentoring all of that everyone does yeah. but it looks like each incubator has a certain unique advantage that's actually coming out that's playing out and i think that hasn't surfaced well enough for, for example uncharted's accelerator in a box curriculum is right. actually surfaced right now first first time i've ever seen what that is right yeah. so now that you have that and a village capitals rubric the vital framework that she talked about we have a different framework i mean a very similar application but the point is if we can actually surface this and then once practice actually stands standing out I think then put it of collaboration even more. Yeah. And then we get back to not just collaboration, right, which is um just fascinating to see because uh, I again I come out of uh, 20 years in the world of tech where yeah. this would never happen. But then we're all businesses as well. And so we do have the interesting as you said forcing function to work together because there's a pool of money that's that's there to let us do it. But at the end of the day when we go back home you was village capital going to going to hand that piece to whoever wants it at no cost given cur- currently um there's a depth in a in a business model around that piece that they talked about an uncharted's piece has a cost right yes we're all building networks my sense is the defat grant my sense i don't know yeah. that'll actually come clear in the afternoon is the defat grant will underwrite the costs of actually lending a tool from somewhere to a uh another incubator which doesn't have it and then building the capacity because the whole grant i understand is about building capacity and if that capacity comes with a tool okay. and if that's underwritten by defat i think there's nothing like that all right so uh, let's just wrap this up with um why so if 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 you're a listener out there i assume you're an entrepreneur cuz otherwise you should you're listening to the wrong podcast so if you're an entrepreneur and you're not in an accelerator why should you apply to an incubator or an accelerator why should what should you go get some training i think the best entrepreneurs need don't need an incubator and when i mean best entrepreneurs i think i'm talking about former entrepreneurs or serial entrepreneurs who've actually gone through that journey 
of ups and downs. So, and so if you've not done it before, if you've not done it then before, you're not, then your you're calling them is not best. I would always say no one should ever start a company who's never started a company before because it's too hard, right? But of course, there's a catch-22 in there. Right. So keep going. So I think um, if you've not done it before, if you can get directional advice and thoughts from an incubator based on what they've seen with hundreds of companies in the past, right? If that incubator can help them connect the dots and anticipate certain risks that could happen, which a very optimistic, exuberant entrepreneur might actually miss, I think then we've done a great job. So I would, capital of course is important, mm -hmm. but I think if we can really help them connect the dots and strengthen the mentoring piece, and if you can really, it's not mentoring on elements of the business model and pricing and things like that. I think it's about building an organization, right? If you can really help entrepreneurs actually think through. At the end, you step back far enough, it's really simple, right? Go get money from customers, run a good business, right. keep going, right? right? But it does get down to the minutiae yeah. of like, wow, well, on earth do I go find the next customer, right? Or, right. or, or tweak the brand or, or tweak the product and so right. forth. Yeah. So I think um, that piece is, I think, what I think an incubator much more than capital. I think capital comes and anyone can invest, uh, anyone can't. Well, I had the history of getting capital from people who consider themselves capitalists. Mm. Uh, and then they would try and convince us that the capital came with some value. And they would literally, I would sit, in, if you've not done this before, went down to Silicon Valley to Sand Hill Road, the famous street where mm. venture capitals live, right? Trillion dollars invested again in, in that street over, over the history of time. And they would actually spend 15 minutes of our hour selling us on them. And we would continuously, when we walked out of there, like, why do they spend, why do they mm. waste the first 10 or 15 minutes telling us how much they're going to help us when we know that that's not true? That, you know, they try, but it's not this kind of help. Yeah. You know, what we, it would have been a much better use of time if they spent those 15 minutes asking us better questions or, in fact, helping us for 15 minutes um, on something would have been more valuable. Yeah. So that's, that's the other end of the spectrum, which is, yes, there's capital out there that wants to be deployed that doesn't really come with all this help. The help is, I consider the help something different, and the capital that we deploy into the companies is just... The, as we said, the, in this program, they're dangling some money to help mm. us work together. Mm. Well, we dangle money so that we can work with these almost great entrepreneurs, future great entrepreneurs. Yeah. And that's the business model that helps us find the future great entrepreneurs, is the money. Exciting. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for Thank you, on. man.